0: you're listening to the post-apocalyptic media podcast if it's post-apocalyptic we're talking about it hello and welcome back to the post-apocalyptic media podcast i am your host sean this is episode number 63 and i am going to talk all about the weeks Post apocalyptic news. Now, I just want to start off before I get into the news. I want to start off by talking about our Twitch channel, which I I actually streamed something this week, if you can believe it. So, if you head on over to twitch.tv slash Post Apocalyptic Media, I know who'd have ever guessed that that was our handle over there. Uh, if you head over to that, which well, I'll have links to that in the description, in the show notes today, but. If you head over to that, you'll see me playing a game called Among Trees. Uh, Among Trees is like a it's like a survival game. It's not really post apocalyptic, although you are surviving in like a modern world. It's like a modern survival game, and I think the premise of it is is like you're a hiker and you get stuck out in the middle of nowhere, and you have to, you know, basically you find a cabin, you have to rebuild, and then from there you're like rebuilding the cabin and you're you're uh, you're finding resources and, and like, it's kind of like a puzzle game, you know, at that point where you're just kind of getting new stuff and figuring out what works with what and, and things like that. It's, it's a lot of fun. I streamed it on Tuesday. Um, the video should still be up, and I'm probably going to play it again. I'm probably going to start streaming on Tuesdays, and I'd like to do two days a week, but, uh, you know, for all you gamers out there, hopefully it's something I'll do more often. And you know what I was thinking of doing? I actually... I didn't do it in this one, but I said I was going to in the in the title of the stream. I said I was going to talk about The Walking Dead while I'm streaming. I completely forgot. So at the end, you know, I I go to, to save the video and I look and it says, uh, also talking about The Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that. Well, I didn't do that. I do it here on this podcast, though, right? I do it quite a bit on this podcast. So that will be a little bit later in this podcast. I'll talk about... Uh, season 11 episode 10 which is an early access thing for AMC plus subscribers now let's go ahead and get into this news first of all let me just mention i have a little bit of a cold so you have to forgive my uh my nasally voice this time but you know we'll see how this goes so the first little bit of news is from the last of us tv series now we have been anticipating this for a while it's going to be on hbo hbo max um, originally they said it was going to come out in 2022, which if you're not following along, that's this year. Well, now the, uh, the main chief content officer, dude, Casey Blois, says it's actually going to be 2023. So a little bit of a delay on that, which, I mean, I, I think at this point when people say a year that something's going to come out, you know, like in the next two or three years, usually just add one, right? Add one or two. I mean, they, you know, A Quiet Place 3 is now saying, what, 2025. Um, this is going to 2023. The new uh, Mad Max, Furiosa, they're saying 2024. I mean, they have a date. They're saying May something 2024, which we'll, we'll actually talk about that in a second. But uh, I just, I don't know. You take it with a grain of salt. You kind of say, okay, 2024, okay, sounds good. So you wrote 2025, that's what you're, you're really saying. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Now, this Last of Us, uh, it's a TV show, series. It's going to have uh, Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian. It's going to have uh, Bella Ramsey. She plays uh, Leanna Mormont from Game of Thrones. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and I'm especially a big fan of her part. She's like this badass little girl who just tells, like, people are like, uh, you know, my lady, I wish to have some troops bear island will you give us some troops from bear island and she's like why would i do that why would i give you troops?" so she she has a great character in game of thrones and also uh i'm looking forward to her playing ellie in the last of us so it should be a good time right and it's also it's written and it's directed by um the guy who did chernobyl craig mazin and it's written by the original guy who wrote the original game neil Druckmann from naughty dog so it has a lot of promise all right let's get into this next little bit of news uh, the fallout TV series speaking of TV sh- series there's a fallout TV series that's supposed to be coming out and uh, it's on Amazon right Amazon has everything these days well if HBO doesn't have it Amazon has it so the, the crazy thing here is that we know there's a guy named Walton Goggins who has been cast as a ghoul. So the question here, now you may have seen Goggins, he's been in like uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, Justified. He's, he plays a, a pretty big part in Justified, Predators. We've seen him before. When you, He's one of those guys when you see him, you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Well, he's gonna be playing a ghoul and we don't know if he's gonna be playing the main character. If this ghoul is gonna be you know, the main protagonist. Um, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of what people are thinking. And uh, Tina wrote this up, uh, and it's great because she goes through some speculation about what his character could be, um, what how you know ghouls have played a major role in the Fallout universe since the, basically the beginning. And of course, there are there are different kinds of ghouls. There's the you know the intelligent ghouls can, who can talk to you and have a conversation with you, <laughs> whether you want to or not. And then there are the ones that just kind of you know creep around in the you know out of out of the ground and you fight them and kill them so yeah two different kinds i'm hoping he plays an intelligent one that talks to you i'm I'm assuming right all right next little bit of news pacific rim writer releases new audio drama called impact winter now the thing about this uh is travis Beecham is the the name of the guy he wrote pacific rim he wrote the the sequel pacific rim uprising he wrote a few other uh pretty big uh shows he wrote this audio drama now some people are calling it an audio book it's not really an audio book at all it is more like an old-timey you know those plays the audio uh, uh plays that they had back you know before television when they would have sound effects and they would have different actors. I mean, I really like that kind of stuff uh, on Audible. Audible seems to be doing a lot more of that. Um, of course, Audible is owned by Amazon. Here we are talk- talking about Amazon again. Amazon, you know, doing the Fallout TV show and now they're doing this. But the, the important thing about this, this is Impact Winner is a, is a post-apocalyptic, uh, it's like a vampire story, which is pretty intriguing. I started listening to it it's only it's a pretty short little drama it's only like five hour a five hour listen so I just started listening to it I think Tina and I are gonna to get together and uh, and talk about it on a future podcast probably in a couple weeks and and kind of give our impressions of what we thought I think that'll be fun because again it's not an audiobook audiobooks can go you know 15 hours 30 hours um, that's a lot of listening that's a lot of dedicated sitting down and you know, whatever you do when you listen to audiobooks, driving to work or, you know, whatever. But this is only five hours. That's not too bad. Um, but it, it seems like a cool story. There's humans who live underground. They're coming back up out of the ground, which, you know, we've heard that story before, but um, now they're fighting the survivors like this, this vampire group who, uh, you know, the, the earth is like in a, in a constant winter because it's shaded out from that comet hit to earth. So it's all this kind of you know these tropes, but also mixing the tropes together in kind of a unique way. It's like winter vampires, you know, I don't know. So it, it sounds cool. I'm excited to listen to it, check it out. But I thought the important thing and the, the interesting thing here was that it's from the writer of Pacific Rim. Um, and also it has an executive producer from The Walking Dead. So, you know, and, and actually, you know, it's funny. We just mentioned Bella Ramsey from the other from the last of us Bella Ramsey is actually in this too she has a voice part in this Uh, as well as the guy who plays uh, there's another role oh Davos Davos Seaworth is uh, the actor's name is something Liam Cunningham I think yeah Liam Cunningham he plays Davos he he does a big part in this as well so you know you have these big names uh, you know in this audio drama to kind of give it a little bit more you know impact should i say get it impact winter no all right let me just move on to the next uh, <clears throat> a little bit of news here fallout 76 bethesda has released their roadmap for 2022 now they do this every year you know um for for fallout 76 which of course is like their it's not really an MMO it's like a, a online multiplayer co-op game you know, you can't play massively multiplayer. Um, yeah, I mean, you can play, what, like 20 people, something like that. You can play quite a few. It's just not hundreds, you know, like some games. But anyway, <clears throat> I really like the game. I stopped playing it because it's just, it's a lot, you know, and I just went on to a different game. I mean, it's just what happens. Um, but there's a lot in the game, a lot going on, and they're actually bringing more into it. So for this year, we have, there's robots, aliens, There's Pittsburgh, they're bringing Pittsburgh back. If you remember from Fallout 3, they had a DLC called The Pit, where it took you to Pittsburgh. And the coolest thing about that is they had this uh, gas powered, uh, portable, like a, it's, it's like a cutting saw, like a concrete cutting saw, and you could use it as a weapon. And it was on the cover and everything, and it's actually, a version of that is on the cover of this. So it's almost like that's, you know, they know that's a main draw. Um, So here's what we have. We have Invaders from Beyond, which will hit in spring of 2022. That's the one, the alien one. Test Your Metal, M-E-T-A-L. That's the robot one. That'll be coming in summer. Um, The Expeditions, The Pit. Now, what that'll do is it'll take your characters outside of, uh, you know, the Appalachian area that you're in right now in Fallout 76. You kind of, they have these missions And They explain a little bit. They don't tell too many details, but they say basically you're gonna be doing these missions outside of the map Um, It's a cool way to expand the map without actually expanding the map, right? So the first one of these will take you to Pittsburgh where you can um, Do whatever the mission is right and then the last one which would be coming in Let's see winter of 2022 will be nuka world on tour so the idea here is nuka world which is a DLC in Fallout 4 will be coming in like kind of like a traveling circus, you know. I mean, if you saw Station 11, it was kind of like that where they have this this traveling um, you know, group from Nuka World who's going to be coming to the Appalachian World of Fallout 76. And then from there, you know, whatever they're going to have, you know, missions or whatever they're going to have from there. Um, I imagine all of these, these are different seasons too. They're, they're called seasons. It's like part of the whole thing. Um, so it's, it's like season eight, season nine, season 10 and season 11 for this year. Um, it, it seems cool. I mean, it seems now on one hand, it seems cool that they're adding new content. But on, the other, on the other hand, it seems like they're rehashing a lot. None of this is really new. Um, again, that's that's also pros and cons You know, you have the fact that uh, They're staying consistent with the world That's a pro But you, There's not really a lot of new Stuff, you know It's kind of like the same stuff over and over um, I don't know, I don't mind it as much I think once they start, like maybe when Invaders from Beyond Comes out this spring I'll check it out and, uh, and get back into the game But yeah Seems like fun all right. Uh, what do we have next for news? We have oh, Chris Hemsworth, who of course is Thor. Right? We all know Chris Hemsworth as Thor. He was. Already, it was already rumored that he would be in the next Mad Max movie. Right? Um, they had him in cast listings, and they you know they mentioned him a few times. He actually has said himself he's really excited to play. A role and then in you know in the next movie and this movie of course is called uh, mad max furiosa it's like a prequel to, all, to the other movies and it shows uh actually i don't think it's a prequel to all the movies i think it's just a prequel to uh fury road but it, it shows um the story of furiosa before she became part of uh you know the, the the network of bad guys that she was in 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 fury road with the morton joe um <clears throat> Maybe it'll show what happened to her hand. You know, I'm sure maybe there's like a good backstory there, but it'll be played by uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, so it's not played by Charlize Theron, and because it's, you know, it's a much younger uh, time period. So Chris Hemsworth, though, a lot of people were like, oh, is he going to be Max? like is Mad Max going to be like this huge buff guy all of a sudden? Like what <laughs> what's what's going on with this? Like you know, we went from little skinny Mel Gibson to Tom Hardy who doesn't talk and then we're going to go to this huge Chris Hemsworth dude, I, you know. But, but 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 that's not the case. So now they've well i don't think they've officially said it but there have been some some rumors and some people have confirmed those rumors saying that chris hemsworth will play a bad guy and that bad guy's name is dr dementis now if you're old like me <laughs> and you grew up in the 80s you probably remember a radio show called dr demento dr demento was uh you know that's where like Weird Al yankovic got his start um Songs like fish heads and you know things like that like kind of goofy music it kind of started in the it started in the 70s actually but 70s 80s you know that was the, the dr. Demento so that's a to, you know it's a total tangent but I think it's funny they call him dr. Dementis when all these old people like me are like wait there was a thing close to that called dr. Demento and I can't stop thinking about it now <laughs> every time I see Chris Hemsworth I'm gonna think of dr. Demento um, I don't know. I mean it 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 seems like, you know, he's going to it seems kind of comic booky, right? Which, you know, Mad Max has already been very comic booky. And by comic booky, I mean superheroes, you know, stuff like that. He's he's played Marvel roles before. He's played superhero roles. So to be this Doctor Dementis in the next movie, I don't know how they're going to do it. It seems like they're going from you know, the Immortan Joe, disgusting looking dude to what they, this is literally word for word. This is what they say. They say he is a thirties to forties, breathtakingly handsome. (laughs) And they also say he has an angel's face scarred by a deep forehead wound stitched together with shiny chrome staples. This is the, this is the description of the character. That's not saying that's what Chris Hemsworth looks like right now. <laughs> that's it's the description of the character from the casting call, where you know Chris Hemsworth was named as the the antagonist, right? So I'm excited. Uh, I think is again this is one that they're now saying is going to be uh, 2024. They're, they have a date like. May 24th, 2024 is the the exact date they're saying it's coming out. Now that is more than two years away. So like I was saying earlier, who knows what that actually means. If that actually means 2025, we'll see. I mean, George Miller is is kind of infamous for, for stretching that deadline, right? So, but it always comes out great. Like it's, it always pays off. I'm not complaining. I would love to see this and then there's another one after it called wasteland uh mad max wasteland it's the you know the rumored name actually i think it's the announced name um that one probably another 10 years after that you know because believe it or not fury road came out in 2015. here we are 20 looking at 2024 2025 that's 10 years later that is crazy so if wasteland comes out another 10 years after that I'm gonna be in my fifties. I'm gonna be in my late fifties, watching a continued series that I started watching when I was four years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I didn't actually watch it when I was four. It came out when I was four. I think I probably watched it when I was about maybe nine or ten, probably. But details, details, right? It came out when I was four. Uh, that's a, that's that's quite a stretch, right? That's a big stretch of time. So totally worth it, though. My favorite series of all time. Can't complain. I mean, I can. All right. Next up, we have some news on the Black Crab uh, movie that's coming to Netflix. Now, Black Crab was a book from t- 2002, and it's a, by a Swedish author who whose name I will not try to pronounce right now because I'll screw it up. Um, he, uh, he wrote this book called Svart Krabbe which means black crab in Swedish, apparently, I guess. And uh, the whole idea about this, the book itself, was about this group of soldiers who were on Operation Black Crab, where they had to go across the ice, uh, the islands, and the area north of Sweden is frozen, and they have to go. I don't know what they're doing. They're delivering this package, and it's supposed to end the war. Like there's this apocalyptic war that's going on right now, and they're saying that they're losing the war, and the only way to do this, to win this war, is to deliver this package. We don't know what the package is. I didn't read the book. If you read the book, you'll know what the package is. But I don't know. Um, and so along the way, one of the soldiers is kind of, uh, her commander kind of shows her this picture of her daughter. And says, your daughter is in this refugee camp. And we've you know, we spotted her. And if you get there, uh, you can see her. So it's, it's kind of like this incentive for her to, you know, make it to wherever they're going. I guess the, I'm, I'm guessing the refugee camp is at the other end of the lake or ocean or, you know, the frozen area that they're crossing. But here's the thing that I found interesting about this. Um, a lot of it is, you know, very cold weather, ice, snow, things like that. And there's some underwater scenes where people go under the ice and they, uh, I don't know, surviving under there. But there's some scenes with these soldiers ice skating across this water. And they say that this this soldier who's looking for her daughter was originally a speed skater. Like that's what her character is supposed to be. Um, and the the woman who plays this main character, uh, Numi Rap- Rapace, I think her name is, Rapace. She was in uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. She was in uh, Millennium, a couple other... A couple other movies that you've probably seen her in. Um, but it's all Swedish. It's all the language, Swedish language uh, on Netflix with, of course, uh, subtitles. You know, Netflix has been really good about this lately. They've been getting a lot of non-English, you know, uh, language shows and movies, and then uh, either doing dubs or subs. Um, you know, and a, lot, a lot of these, this one I think that they're just doing uh, subtitles, but... I don't know. I think it looks interesting. I, You know, I, I'm i a sucker for every one of these shows, every one of these post-apocalyptic shows. So I'll definitely be checking it out. It does have a very, um, you know, dreary vibe to it, which is pretty cool. It, it actually reminded me, the, the sets that they show in the trailer uh, kind of reminded me of Children of Men, you know, that kind of, like, dark uh, you know, the buildings are all blown out, things like that. And they're, they're fighting this war and also they're, they're dressed. They're not all dressed in like Mad Max, you know, uh, tire armor and stuff like that. They're dressed in like these normal clothes. Um, but they're torn up, you know, and I think that's, that's pretty accurate. I like stuff like that. Although I also like the torn, you know, the, the, the tire armor as well, you know, so take that with a grain of salt. If you will, um, And so, yeah, so this book adaptation is coming to Netflix on March, let's see, 18th. So a little less than a month away, we'll be able to see this. I'm going to check it out and I can talk about it on the podcast, uh, you know, after I see it on Netflix, of course. Uh, So looking forward to that. All right, let's, uh, let me get into The Walking Dead's latest episode. Now, I usually explain this every time, I think it's important to explain it, but the if you have amc plus which you just pay like five dollars a month it's not bad um you get early access to the new walking dead episodes right and what makes that worth it is it's a week before it's a whole week before anyone else sees it on regular amc so right now i'm going to be talking about season 11 episode 10 when that hasn't even come out yet on amc when it'll come out on sunday uh and it's, it gets a little confusing because it's kind of it's like the same release date you know like the early one comes out an exact week before the other one so while i'm watching 10 you know other people are watching nine and and so on you know so i when i write these up i try to warn right at the beginning when i write a review i'll say spoiler there are spoilers ahead do not read this if you don't like spoilers. Um, I talked a lot about that on the last episode, how I love spoilers, and I imagine there are other people out there who also love spoilers, right? Um, so if you're one of those people, you know, you definitely should read my recap, but I'm not going to spoil it in this episode because I think that that's not fair to have it uh, spoiled right in the middle of a bunch of other information, you know? So yeah, check out that recap if you like spoilers, but let's talk about the episode overall spoiler free right um this episode saw the the group so we saw at the end of episode nine where they you know lance and the the other people from the commonwealth came and said come join us right we'll help you and that's to the people at alexandria well so a big group of them did go and that includes daryl carol uh, there are people who are already there too, like Princess and Yumi and uh, Eugene. And a couple other people went too. Um, I forgot the girl's name. There's the the one she played a, a waitress. Uh, she said that she was a waitress before, and then she ended up being a waitress also at Commonwealth, which is, um, I mean, you know, that's her thing. So they're, they're kind of showing a lot of the dynamic of these people these survivors, these people who have never really been part of a a real community, um, I mean, Alexandria was a, a good community, you know, they had farms and stuff like that. But the Commonwealth is an, on a whole new level, you know. They're trying to act like the apocalypse never happened, and you'll see at the very beginning of this episode. There's a there's an example of how they're doing that. You know, they're trying to act like zombies aren't really a big deal. They're trying to act like. Uh, you know, they're a safe environment. And they do have soldiers everywhere. Everywhere you look, every scene, there's a soldier in the background. They're trying to show, hey, this is a safe place. Well, of course, as we know, we are fa- we all fans of dystopia, right? As we know, when there's soldiers all around, it's not really a safe place. There's always going to be something going on there. You know, why? Um, what are they hiding? You know, what's, what's in the underbelly of this this establishment well that's that's the thing is like carol spends a lot of time trying to figure out what's going on you know she does some spy work she does a little bit of espionage she does a little bit of um wheeling and dealing also which is really interesting um and i i like this episode i think it was it was a little slow you know it wasn't as action-packed as the last few we've seen but you have to do that every once in a while you have to kind of slow down and kind of Uh, catch up with the backstories, right? You have to catch up with the character development and and get kind of show where everybody's at. Well, that's where we're at on this one. Now, if you saw the end of episode nine, um, again, I won't spoil that because I really loved it, but you see there's a dynamic between two groups. I guess I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, there's a dy- dynamic between two groups and they're separated and you're, you're kind of like, why did they get separated? Why are they treating each other like this? And how did we get to this point, right? Because it's six months later. It says six months later and then it shows these two groups. Well, we kind of re- rewound a little bit for episode 10 to show what leads up to that. Well, the next two episodes, I think, at least, are going to, well, probably more than that, are going to show what leads up to that, what leads up to the end of episode nine. So that was a teaser. Let's now see how we got to this point. Um, and I love it. I love that that type of plot development. It's really interesting. So that's where we're at here. Again, I say it's slow, but it's informative. You know, you're, it's kind of a necessary, um, a necessary place to be at this point in the season where you're going back and explaining some things. Um, there are some really important things to pay attention to in this episode. There are, um, I don't know, it's, I just, I feel like it's Carol's episode, you know, Carol plays kind of a great, it's it's like old, it's a classic Carol, you know, going back to not not like season one Carol, but like season, you know, six, seven Carol, you know, when she's, she kind of goes out on her own and she stops being, you know, Martha Stewart and, and, but, but let me point out, she does have a Martha Stewart moment in this one (laughs) and it just goes to show, it kind of harkens back to the fact that she can maintain that, you know, she can maintain that facade and make everyone think that she's Martha Stewart. While at the same time preparing a case to to take them down and stab them in the back, and not not in a bad way, but like in a in a really calculated. It's just great. It's a it's a really great character that she uh, that she plays, and uh, you know that she has. Um. So yeah, that's why I think this is another. It's pretty much a Carol episode, and it's you know Daryl's there too. Daryl is a is a major part of it, which, as a tangent makes me excited for the potential of this Daryl Carroll spinoff they're supposed to do. Um, of course, they're not romantically involved, but they're so close to each other. You know, it's like they, they're they partners, right? They have this understanding. They're just these, this great friendship. And to be able to have that as a spinoff, I think, will be interesting. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it'll be cool to see how they do it and uh and you know how they decide to kind of flesh out their side of things i guess but yeah all right so i'm not going to spoil any more of that because i think that uh i think i would spoil it if i if i said too much more uh but just know it's a you know it's a don't expect a ton of action there's a little bit of course don't don't expect a ton and uh there's minimal zombies maximum backstory, I guess you could say. All right, let's see. What else do I have to talk about? Well, we have a lot more on the site to check out, of course. We have other reviews, Snowpiercer. We have reviews of the new season of Raised by Wolves, season two. We have uh, reviews of Attack on Titan. Um, So if you want to check this out, uh, check out more about you know, these other shows definitely check it. We, we have so much covered on the website. It's at postapocalyptic.com. You can also go to postapocalyptic media.com. You can check us out on a bunch of different social media platforms. And uh, we we'll, I'll have all that linked in the show notes for today. Um, next week. Now next week's going to be a little different because I'm going to probably get the episode out early, a couple days early. I usually get it out on, uh, it's usually ready by Thursday and this one will probably be ready by Tuesday of next week. And the reason for that is I'm doing an interview during the weekend and uh, it'll, it'll be a good one. It's for an upcoming um, graphic novel comic book. I'll be interviewing the author of that and talking more about it. And then, uh, you know, of course, I'll have, um, you know, we'll talk about the, the novel itself and kind of how everything uh, came to be so I'm excited for that I love I always love having interview shows and especially you know when I can get together with someone and just talk about post-apocalyptic stuff like in general but also their, you know the thing that they're there to talk about <laughs> if that makes sense so so yeah it should be a good show uh but just a little bit it'll come out a little bit early that's all so bonus right bonus for you uh, but, yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening to this show, listening to me ramble. And, um, again, check check us out on social media. And also, Twitch, where I will hopefully be streaming more often, at least every Tuesday. And if you join our Discord, I put an announcement in there when I go to stream. So that will help you out. Uh, and also, yeah, check us out. We usually put these this audio on YouTube. If you would rather listen on YouTube, and you don't have like a podcatcher or something like that, check that out. But yeah, we're everywhere. We are literally everywhere and not in a creepy stalker way. But until next time, I want to thank you all for listening and remember to stay alive out there and remember, always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.